Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast, your one-stop shop to finding your passion and living it out right now. I'm your host, Sammy Beatrice, a college student and passion coach committed to helping you, whether you're in school or working a nine to five, find your passion that you can do every single day and help you love your life a little bit more because of it. On this podcast, you will hear from successful guests as well as solo episodes from your host, all about tips on how to find your passion and how to implement it into your life, even when you feel like you don't have enough time to. Let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited for this week's guest. I have on Crystal Webster, who is the founder of Sharing Solace and also is an author and just really hones in on grief and how we can sort of work through that. So Crystal, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, of course. Can you just give my listeners a little bit more into who you are, what you do exactly, and talk a little bit about your journey to get to this point? Oh, dear. Okay. Who am I? I'm Crystal. I'm Crystal Webster. I am actually in Kansas City. So right in the middle of everything and in the middle of nowhere also. And I am just kind of a lover of life. I love to get to know new people and see new things and do have new experiences. Yeah. So that's a little bit about who I am. What was your other question? I've already forgotten. No, no you're all good. Who you are, what exactly you do, and your journey to get to this point. Okay. So what I do is I am the founder and chief solace officer of Sharing Solace. It is... Um, really a community of grievers for grievers. We help support those that are grieving and those that love their grievers with a tangible gift that is wrapped in a community of love and support. So if you know someone that is grieving and you don't know what to say or what to do, we're there to help you. Mm. We give you something to give them and say the words that you don't know how to say. And kind of what got me to that point is uh, in 2010, so it's been a decade already, wow, my infant daughter, Madeline Elizabeth, died in my arms right after she was born. She lived for about eight hours, so those are the best eight hours of my life, followed by some of the worst years of my life, grieving, you know, the... Her death, the grieving, there was a lot, there was a lot to unpack and a lot to grieve through that process. Mm-hmm. But I kind of realized several years into my grieving journey that I was basically living my life waiting to die. And that is not a way to live your life. And so I started taking baby steps to find joy and find happiness again in my life. And I feel like if I can help others find that new happiness and new joy in their life, even a split second faster than they would have without me, then I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Absolutely. I want to thank you so much for sharing that. I know that's not easy, you know, to come on a a podcast and talk to someone who you've never met before and share that. So thank you so much. And, and, you truly exemplify my life motto, which is which is turning your pain into purpose because you went through something that, that 
no one should have to go through. And you were like, you know what, I'm going to take this and I'm going to help others to make sure that they are supported. God forbid this ever happens. And so I think that as the, it's the most beautiful thing that a person could do, truly. And I am just, I am honored to be here with you today. So thank you so much. First, I want to talk about, there's a lot of things I want to talk about. My brain is like, you know, <laughs> it's loaded with questions. I, I first want to talk about sort of, I mean, you touched, you just touched on it, but sort of that, that journey after the event happened, right? So you said you wanted to start this thing a few years afterwards. Was there a light bulb moment where you were just like, oh my gosh, like I need to take this, what I'm feeling and turn it into something different? Or was it just like a transitional thing where you, you know, you sort of finally cultivated the energy and, and, and just like the, the, the thoughts of, okay, now I can be a productive member of society. The short answer to that is yes. (laughs) It was both a light bulb moment in my life and also a culmination of so, so many things. Yeah. It really took me close to five years from the death of Madeline to kind of the conception of sharing solace, mm-hmm. where I went down a very steep depression hole, right. which I think is part of the journey. Right. Like, I don't think you can, whatever your tragedy is, mm-hmm. a death of a loved one, a job, a career, a a dream, those are all tragic losses. And I think you have to dig yourself into a hole before you can start to dig yourself out. Mm -hmm. And almost anyone that doesn't have those waves of emotion and feeling is, are you really human? Mm -hmm. So I I went down a very slippery slope for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one day I just hit, I I really think I hit my rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know if you've hit it, then you haven't hit it because you will know when you get there. And then I just started kind of, okay, what is, what is the minimum I need to do today? Okay, well, I did that yesterday. Can I do that plus one thing? Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, yesterday I didn't brush my teeth. Maybe today I can brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday I brushed my teeth. Can I brush my teeth and take a shower? You know, I mean, it baby, baby steps. And I just, I realized I couldn't continue to live my life waiting to die. And once I made that realization, once I came to that, the concept of sharing solace and how I was going to turn my mess into a message hit me like a bolt of lightning. There's a, there's an expression that the, the universe will conspire with you if you allow it. And I I really think that it took, I needed every second of that five years. And then when I was ready, Madeline was up there and she said, okay, mom, this is what we're going to do. Let's do it. But if I, you know, if she would have tried to tell me that early on or at a different time, I wouldn't have been ready to hear it. And I probably would have missed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think, you know, obviously I I have not gone through the same things you have, but there are some pieces of your story that I definitely resonate with, you know, in terms of how this podcast was created, right? I was living with mental health issues for 
seven, eight years at that point. And I had an amazing, amazing teacher in my life who really wanted to teach me and help me realize that my depression, anxiety did not have to lead my life. I could lead it. And that reverse of like, okay, like I have the control, like the steering wheels in my, you know, I'm not in the passenger seat. And, and when I realized that, and when I began to do that work, that's when I was like, wait, I was like, I need to share this with other people, you know, and she was one of the first guests I had on this podcast. And, you know, it was just because like, starting foundations, like you need to have, you know, like you need to showcase like what you've learned. And she, she was everything that I had learned. And so I always think that there, everything comes at the right time. You know, everything is just, is structured already for you the way it's supposed to be. I didn't know that I would be leaving New York and traveling to California, what, two years ago, just for school. I had no idea, but it fell into my lap and I said, you know what, I'm going to go for it. And that is sort of what I did. And, and I've been doing it, you know, sort of ever since. And I want to know sort of with this whole like COVID thing, what is sort of in your community, what has, how has the grieving process been like for those in your community and just in general? And like, how has not being able to come together and being, you know, so far away impacted the people that you, you know, you engage with every day? Before I answer that question, have you read The Alchemist? Not yet. It's on oh my, my gosh. Read it. Yes. It, this is probably the book that like turned the corner for me. Yeah. In fact, you can probably see that there are several tabs. Yeah. In this, in my copy of the book, because it's just that. And, and I know that every book resonates differently, but this one was like, beat me over the head, resonated with me. Okay. So squirrel, back to your question. <laughs> oh God. No, it's so good. COVID has been crazy. I mean, we don't know how to, how to, this has never happened in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. I think the la the closest thing was the Spanish flu in what, 1918? Mm -hmm. And just, I mean, that was a hundred years ago. They didn't have social media. They didn't have, you know, and what I found early, very early on was that people had this emotion and I know I felt it too. Given my circumstances, I kind of knew what was going on, but there was an article in like the Washington Post or something that said, hey, you know that, that feeling you're feeling and have no idea what it is? That's grief. Because mm -hmm. people were grieving the loss of their normalcy. Yeah. And that is something that is a valid thing to grieve. Mm -hmm. People had to give up summer vacations and school and work and you know i mean obviously a lot of people lost their jobs and just everything changed for everyone mm -hmm. and early on i i even wrote a blog post about it about how a lot of people were like sweeping their grief under the gratitude rug in that they were at leasting themselves mm -hmm. you know at least i do have a job at least I'm healthy, at least this, at least that, at least, you know, I have the opportunity to work from home or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can at least yourself and you can also grieve what you've lost, um, that both and concept. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I think a lot of people had a hard time realizing that. I mean, I even knew what was going on and it took me a little bit to realize it. It's like, oh yeah, I am melancholy because I had to cancel my vacation with my girlfriends or whatever, mm-hmm. which I did have to cancel. And the vacation I normally go on and, you know, like the world stopped for everyone in the world. I don't know that that's ever happened ever. So we're all just kind of learning still to this day. I mean, it's been eight months and we're still just kind of trying to muddle, muddle our way through. And if all you did was survive today, you're doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that for some people it was like, I, I don't need to sort of grieve this in a way because it wasn't a big deal. You know, it was like normalcy. Okay. I lost it. Like whatever, but it is a big deal because it's your everyday life. It's what you're, you've been used to for God knows how long. And it was like, even though it's not, it's not a death, it's not, you know, some traumatic event, it still impacts you holistically and really just, it gives you different feelings than what you had before. Mm-hmm. And I want, I want your sort of advice on how people can sort of give themselves permission to grieve things they don't think that need to be grieved. That makes sense. That's something I had a hard time with as well, because I'm always looking for other people to give me that, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, yeah, I know I can, but until so-and-so says, hey, do this thing. So I'm just going to say it right here. I, Crystal Webster, give you permission to feel all your freaking feels. Mm-hmm. It's just so important. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, especially in the social media arena that we're in, like everybody thinks you have to be happy at 100% all the time. Mm-hmm. You can't know what happy is if you never know what sad is. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you see all these people on social media posting, oh, I went here and oh, look at me and I'm so cute and I did this thing. And you don't see the humdrum and you don't see them sitting in their closet crying because nobody wants to see that. I mean, nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to share that on social media. But you can't judge their outsides based on your insides you know 100% of what's going on with you. You only know what they want to share. And I think, I think a lot of people, because of that, think that they're not allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know for me that just recently, like I've been sort of being, I guess, more vulnerable on social media. And I did a podcast interview the other day and she asked me, she goes, how do you do that? And I was like, I just do it. Like, I don't really think about it. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, it is so important to me for others to know that they can feel these things too. Because sometimes I feel like I'm on, you know, I go on Instagram and I post all these like inspirational things and I give people all these, you know, advice and tips and all this stuff like that. And like, I feel like they think that like I'm that way 24 seven. And that is not the case at all whatsoever, you know? Like what, four months ago, like I, like we sold our childhood home when I really wasn't expecting to, you know? And so my whole family like moved to California and I wasn't really like, 
I was like, okay, cool. No problem. No problem. You know? And so there have been a multitude of things where I just have not agreed with, you know, and the, and the, what I had planned really hasn't gone to my plan because of COVID because of all these different things. And like, so I'm just sitting with those feelings of like, damn, like, I wish I could do X. I wish I could do Y, you know? And like, we, like my family wasn't together for Thanksgiving for the first time in 25 years. And so it was like, okay, cool. Like we're, yes, we're together as an immediate family, but like our whole big Jewish family dinner is like, it wasn't a thing this year, you know, and it's probably not going to be for, you know, gosh knows how long. And like, so little stuff like that, like that, you know, impacts me a lot. And people, when I post on social media, they don't see that. And then I started to show it and people, they, yes, they gave me support, but I, I think wholeheartedly people would like literally DM me and be like, I needed that. I need to hear that. Thank you for sharing that. And it's just so impactful to do that. And I'm not saying everyone should do it because you, you don't have to, if you're not comfortable with it. But I think just the idea that society is changing in the way that we're some people are becoming more comfortable with showing both sides of them is truly just, it, it makes me feel better about where the world is going. Um, you know, and I think especially with COVID and people being home for so long, they sort of realize like, Oh, like we're all doing the same thing. Yet we're posting pictures of us like in like Spain or like, you know, wherever, like still why we're sitting out and capturing nothing. And they realize like, Oh, like we should maybe switch that up a little bit. And so I think that was just, it's just so powerful to me. And I just, you know, just wanted to share that because yes, you are right. It is a highlight reel for sure. A thousand and six percent. But I think in most recent days, it's, it is definitely changing, which is very, very enlightening. Truly. I want to, before we roll into the final question, I want you to share with everyone where they can find you on the web and on social and just all the places. Yeah. The best place is my website, which is just sharingsolace.com. You can find out all about all the fun things that I'm doing and how the whole sharing solace scheme. No, I don't like that word. Not scheme. Mm -hmm. Concept works. Scheme sounds smarmy. It's not smarmy. I promise. (laughs) And it's not like, so yeah, sharingsolace.com, it's the best place. Sure. I love me some Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I'm over on Instagram at sharingsolace. And Facebook, I think if you just type in sharing solace, it'll pop up. Mm-hmm. So I think it's some weird, you know, like sharing solace, da da da, whatever. But yeah, but just Google, <laughs> just Google it. Come on. Yeah. That's that's what you're going to do anyway. (laughs) Yes. And all of the links will also be down below in the show notes. You can check it out right there and you can avoid the the Google hassle for sure. Um, (laughs) For the final question, this is a question that I've asked every single guest who has ever been on. So based off of the title of this podcast, which is Fashion Your Passion, what is one tip that you would give those who are dreaming based off of how you have fashioned your passion? Just keep swimming. Just keep moving. It's not always going to be moving forward. Sometimes it's going to be side to side and you're going to be wiggle waggling all over the place. Yeah. But there's something about just having that kinetic energy moving. Mm -hmm. Take baby steps. Baby steps will lead you to miles. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just just keep moving. Just keep swimming. Baby steps, whatever you want to call it. But just inch by inch move forward yeah for sure that is powerful for sure 
Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. This has been a inspirational episode for sure. You are just a light in this world. For those of you listening, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review if you haven't already, as well as screenshot you listen to this episode, post on your Instagram story, and tag us, letting us know one thing that you learned from this episode. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I hope you learned something from this episode. And if you did, don't forget to screenshot you listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, and tag me at Fashion Your Passion Podcast. I love hearing what you learned. As well, do not forget to scroll down and leave a rating and review. I love to read those too and know what you guys are thinking about the podcast. Be sure to tell all of your friends about this podcast because I want to spread this to as many teens as possible. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you.